are listening to the Bethel Atlanta Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com. All right. Oh, and we're live. Nice. What a... Uh, has that just been a sweet time of worship this morning? You guys feel that? The presence was so thick. Felt really good. All right. We're going to dive in. Um, as Lauren was sharing, should I say hi or something first? Do we need to do small talk? Hi. <laughs> good to see you guys. Did you all have fun at family camp? <laughs> Family camp was fun, right? It was a blast. Who all went to family camp? Uh, it was so, so great. It was such a great weekend. Y'all, y'all got to meet my wife. This is my wife right here. She's real. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Kyle, I had a word for you, Kyle. Uh, I felt like the Lord said to remind you that you have a governor's anointing. That not not in the, we've talked about this before not in the terms of government like a governor of the state uh, like that style but there's a governing anointing on you that you think and carry yourself as a governor one who takes responsibility for things that are out, uh, within all of his responsibility and sphere of influence not just what is what what you care about but you actually have take responsibility for the whole and so there's just a governor's anointing on you felt like the Lord said to remind you of that this morning Is that cool. He can receive it. I don't have my hair, so it'll help. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. Well, I'm, um, I'm, I'm excited about this word. I'm a little nervous about this word. Good. This is what, we, this is what I, I play this in my head, and I hear these responses. That's right. Bring it. Bring the word. We need to hear the truth. Until it speaks to us, then we don't want to hear it. All <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, here's... Here's, uh, here's your, your, uh, your, your charge this morning. Look at your neighbor and say, I need to hear this word. Look at your other neighbor and say, we need to hear this word. Talk to your soul and say, you need to hear this word. We, we love the, I've been, <clears throat> had an, in, you know, on our trip back from California in July, I had an encounter with the Lord for about several hours and, and in a conversation with him, I heard him say, hey, study the life of Jesus. You'll learn all you need to know, which sounds basic, right? But um, I was like, okay, so I've been studying and kind of just like digging around and, and quickly have come to realize, I don't know that I could say all the things he says from the pulpit. <laughs> Do you know this? I don't know that we could say all the things he says from the pulpit. I'm like, ooh, you know why? Because it will offend us. I mean, we do communion in grape juice because it's offensive. So there's a good example. <laughs> like the words of Jesus, he, di- he didn't, he wasn't very pastoral. Did you notice this? <laughs> He's like, Follow me or not. Yeah. He didn't like work at getting them to follow him. 
He's like, follow me, and moved on. You either did or you didn't. So I just had this realization. I'm like, oh, we're, we're, we're happy with the, with the things of Jesus. And a lot of times we're thinking, that's right, we need to hear the truth and preach the word because there's people that need to hear it, and we have all the people on our list of people that need to hear the truth. This is why we started off saying, I need to hear this word. <laughs> we need to hear this word because there's a truth that the Lord is calling us higher, and it's not for your neighbor. It's not for your friend or your cousin or your aunt or your mom when you go home for Thanksgiving. If we still do that, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's not what the word is for. I need to hear this word. He's calling me higher. I noticed it even, even in Andy's uh, uh, sharing through the offering message, the Lord called him up. He called him out. And he said, no, I'm bringing you up into your identity. You're meant to be here, and you're thinking here. Yeah. Amen. I spoke a message a few weeks back or maybe a month ago or something, and it was around this that, hey, in this season we're getting ready to go into, it's going to be important that we're learners. We're called to be learners, disciples. Not, not, not just, you know, I feel like there's a call that we're not even called to just read the Bible each morning for 10 or 15 minutes. There's beauty in that, but he's calling us higher. Study my word. Study my ways. Learn my ways. Adopt my ways. Not, not just know about him, but know him. So I feel like there's a call on us that's calling us higher. I want to uh, commend us because we've been in this foundation season where we've been just revisiting the foundations of Bethel Atlanta and, and mining them and remembering them and building stones of remembrance out of them and bringing them for, forefront into this foundation as Paul Manway gave us the word, bringing them into this foundation. And we've done this an amazing job. So I want to commend us as a body because I can hear it in the language of our people. As we're in conversations, I can hear the language of, oh, yeah, the Lord's reminding me of who I am here and this peace that got me here and here. And so I just want to commend us that we've been mining that word really beautifully. And Lauren spoke a couple weeks ago that there's a, a shift that the, the, from the visiting the foundations to will we uh, uh, build in, with the alignment of heaven. So Paul Manwaring came, in, came and gave us a word, and he said, um, if I remember it, let's see if I remember it. <laughs> he said, the, the season of building upwards is upon you. The, and he references Zechariah and says, that line, the, the line is in the hands of Zerubbabel, and he's talking about the plumb line. And the plumb line is for building upwards. And so Paul Manwaring said this, and then he said, revisit these foundations, because there's things in this foundation that need to be here, that were in your old ones that need to be in this room. And so we've done this, and then this next season of this, this uh, will, will, will we learn to build it with the alignment, the plumb line, so that we can build upwards because the season of building upwards is upon us. And what I feel when, when he shared that um, a couple, maybe a month or so later, I remember digging around and felt like there was an emphasis on learning how to build before we even begin to build. Profound? <laughs> because I think we just build, but we don't know how. And that looks like, I've got this idea, I'm going to do it. I want to do this ministry, I'm going to do it. I've got this great thing, and this is the Lord, the Lord's on this. But we haven't learned the principles of how to build, and therefore it, doesn't, it isn't sustainable or does it last. 
See, when I was uh, uh, apprenticing as a, <clears throat> a contractor, before I got my contractor's license as a GC, when I was apprenticing, I went through years working. And what I really learned was I didn't learn how to like build a house in the sense of like how to put it all together. I learned the principles of construction so that no, whatever it is I do build, I know how. I learned the ways. So the plumb line, for example, right? It works because of physics. It works because of uh, uh, the laws of nature, right? Gravity. That's, what, that's how you know it's in alignment. There's a tool. What, what, when you build perpendicular, uh, uh, you know, do a beam here or a post here and a beam here, if it's crooked, you get the, like the Leaning Tower of Pisa thing, which is why it's an oddity, because it's standing. <laughs> because they shouldn't. You're meant to learn to build perpendicular. There's certain weight distributions, there's certain weight ratios, there's certain principles of things that you do when you're building and construction that no matter what you're doing, you always have to do these things in this order. This is the, and it's, most of it is built around the laws of uh, physics. It's built around uh, the laws to make things sustainable and make them last. And so when he brought that word about the alignment word with the, the plumb line, I thought, oh, in the spirit then... We must learn the ways of the kingdom. Because if we can build according to the ways of the kingdom, then what we build will look like it. I think we try to build with the ways of the world. There's a need. I have a solution. I'm going to create a business model to solve it, which works. Because that's the principles and the ways of the world. Find a problem, create a solution, develop a profit out of it. This is just the laws of the business. We, we can't approach what we build in the kingdom with the ways of the world. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they're getting it yet. <laughs> we, we, can't, we have to shift how we think in order to build according to the ways of the kingdom because if we build according to the ways of the world then we're, 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 we're actually playing in the enemy's territory. We're playing with his rules and laws. We're playing with his, his methods. And he already, he already runs the show there. This is why he's calling us higher. You're a spiritual being that's seated in heavenly places. We have to build from heaven the ways of heaven in order to see a supernatural output, if you will, on the things that we build when we build upwards. Whatever ministry you do, whatever, whatever uh, uh, job assignment you do, whatever assignment the Lord gives you, whatever, uh, however you raise your kids, however you uh, are a husband, like all the things we kind of know have to be done according to the ways of the kingdom, not the ways of this world. That's why just, you know, before the, the spiritual awakening in my life, just it, it never worked just to try to be a better man, try to be a better husband or try to be a better uh, father or try to be a better something because there was no power to cause the transformation to make it take place. It's not sufficient to work according to the ways of the world, which is just make your weaknesses stronger. Keep doing them until you get better at them. No, how about... Let your weaknesses be weaknesses and actually make your strengths be strengths and let someone else cover that weakness so that their strength shows up. That's the ways of the kingdom. That thinks diff that's thinking differently. You got me talking? I haven't even looked at my notes. All right.
He's calling us higher. See, there's a slew of verses around the ways that are, seem to be right in our own eyes. There's a way that seems right in, our, in, in man's eyes, but the, it is death is the end thereof in Proverbs. I think this is why I'm a little nervous about the message because really it needs to speak to me. It needs to speak to us. We have to uh, come with this approach of the Lord, as you've kind of heard a theme all morning, Lord, hold the plumb line up to my life and show me where it's not in alignment that I can adjust because the ways in my own head, operating in the ways of the world or ways of my experience, the ways that seem right to me, are what's real and right. And if I don't let the Lord put a, 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 a plumb line up to that, then I don't actually get called up. I don't actually end up operating how he operates. An example of that is, <clears throat> you know... Uh, Someone gets mad at you, you want to take the justice on them, right? They cut you off on the highway. Depending on where you're at with your road rage, you want to cut them off too, right? <laughs> Drive 285 enough, it'll come out. <laughs> like like, like uh, if, if someone hates me, I, I want to, I, there's a justice thing in me. That anybody doesn't feel that justice thing? Like, no, 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 that's not right. Like I want to respond a certain way or, or, or I want to... Uh, uh, take it out on them, or I want them to pay, or I feel vindicated when that person that cut me off got a flat tire. Yes, that's right. That's, that's what you get. Right, that's, there, there's, there's, this, is the, this is the ways of the world. <laughs> because he says, I tell you, if someone hates you or, or slaps you in the face, give him the other cheek. telling you, there's some things we can't preach. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> when your enemy is, is doing something to you, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay, not me. You see, the ways of the kingdom are opposite than the ways of the world or the ways of man. And if we try to build according to the ways of man, then what I build will only be natural. And we'll be like those that build on the sand, little particles and pieces of the truth. And that when the storms and, and, and floods come, it washes what we built away. But those who build according to my ways, would Jesus say? He said, I'll, I'll, I'm glad you asked because I'll tell you. Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine, this is post this you know, famous message of uh, Sermon on the Mount where he's literally going line by line saying, hey, you've heard this, but I'm telling you this. He's telling them that the differences of the ways of the kingdom or the ways of the king versus the ways that they've been taught or they've, they've adopted because of the, it's the ways of the world. They didn't have the spirit. And he says, therefore, anyone hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on a rock. Hear these words and act on them. And you'll be like those, those who build their house on a rock. That when the storms and floods come, it withstands. If we want what we build upwards to sustain, we have to build with the ways of the kingdom, which are not going to be our ways. His ways are so contrary. I mean, we know the verse. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. 
to say. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, declare the Lord, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. The Lord's calling us. I feel like it's a really significant season. The Lord's calling us up. He's calling us to think higher. He, 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 we can't fight an enemy on his turf. Because the ways of the world says that my neighbor's my enemy. The ways of the kingdom says, no, the devil is your enemy. We wage not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and fortresses. The weapons of our warfare, they're not even carnal. They're not fleshly. They're not of this world. They're divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses and strongholds, mindsets and belief systems that happen in the second heaven. Like, that's... The people aren't your enemy. If you think the person is your enemy, I wrote this. If we make people the enemy, we'll demonize and villainize the very people we are meant to, meant to, be, meant to introduce Jesus to. In fact, we'll villainize the people we're sent to introduce Jesus to. This is why it's important that we recognize that the enemy or the people that hate you are actually not the problem. The devil's the problem who has gained influence in their life and is manipulating the situation, feeding them lies that they now are making choices. They are trapped. Brethren, if you find someone who is trapped in a sin, that's what it means. They're actually trapped, and they need love. They need grace. They actually need you to show up to be the kingdom and Jesus in their life to set them free. That's what Isaiah is. We're sent to actually bind up the brokenhearted, to release, bring freedom to the prisoners and captives. How do we do it? Not, not by wielding a sword. By bringing this, the kingdom of heaven. By bringing the presence of Jesus. The ways of the kingdom are, 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 are contrary to the ways of man. Let's talk about a few of them. In the ways of the kingdom, you give in order to receive. Andy's testimony was phenomenal because it's, it's literally the fruit of, oh, I give thankfulness. How, how do you make your business succeed? The ways of the world would say, you do marketing, you generate leads, you, do, you go through all these steps. This is the business 101. The ways of the kingdom says, the Lord says, why don't you just sit in thankfulness? <laughs> but I'm not doing anything. I remember having a conversation with Zach uh, uh, Ayton. Uh, uh, there he is. <clears throat> uh, several years ago, he calls me up. He's like, hey, doing, he's doing a startup, a business startup in the city. And he goes, he goes hey, uh, I, I, I got no, nothing happening in the business. I feel like the Lord's saying, just sit, sit in your office and worship him. And he goes, but I'm having a challenge because I'm not actually doing the things that are supposed to make it work. Like, 
you put in here and you make the business wheel turn so that money comes out the other side, right? This is business. I'm supposed to sit there and I'm like, man, I, if, if that sounds like the Lord. <laughs> I, I do what the Lord's doing. But, but this is the point. The Lord calls us to worship to break down walls. Story of Jericho. We're going to go take over the city by playing music. How are we going to get into the walls? We're going to do a loud cymbal crash. (laughs) The ways of the kingdom are not the ways of the world. And I think most of the time we we take on the charge and the assignment of, of ministry or whatever we're doing in the name of Jesus. And then we're utilizing the ways of the world to do it, which yields minimal results. Minimal in the con, in, in the uh, uh, and and lack of sustainability, but minimal in this in the sense of like the Lord's like, hey, that's great, I'll bless it. I actually want to do more that you can't do if you let me. But you gotta let me. Do it my way. Sit still, and know that I'm God. Give. When when we're in a place of lack, when we're in a place that's financially challenging. The principle of the ways of the kingdom, how it works, is you are generous. You give money away. That doesn't make sense in the way of the world. Doesn't make sense in the ways of man. But that's, that's how it works in the kingdom. That's what breaks loose the spiritual realm or heavenly realm to come in and invade. In the kingdom, you, 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 you have humility and you make yourself low in that in the Lord sees it and raises you up. You don't give yourself a place of authority. The Lord gives it to you when you lay it down. This is Leif's message of radiology, as he would say. When you can lay it down, then he'll entrust you to pick it back up. In the kingdom, obedience is better than sacrifice. Because in the way of the world, we have a saying that says it's better to ask forgiveness than permission. Ah, you live a lifestyle of asking forgiveness rather than permission, and you'll eventually break the trust of the people that were trying to trust you. Because they'll learn quickly, that's your MO. And that doesn't build trust, it actually breaks the trust. The ways of the kingdom is no obedience is better than sacrifice. Rather than the sacrifice of I'm sorry, I'm actually just going to be uh, uh, obedient up front. In the kingdom, you lose your life to save it. You lose your life to save it. You don't try to save your life or build your life to make it amazing or make it great. You actually put it on the altar and you watch what the Lord does with it. The Lord is the one that brings it up and brings it to life and breathes life into it. and makes it into something you could never have done even on your best day. Even if we sit in church every Sunday. It's not enough to sit in church on Sunday. We, we, he's calling us higher to live by the Spirit and to work in, by the Spirit with the laws of the Spirit rather than the laws of nature or the, of man or the uh, ways of the world. 
Because when we are called higher and we function and live here, the output is supernatural. Because he's able to actually flow heaven through earth, through your fingertips. Through whatever it is that you build. One of my favorite things is prophetic acts. The, the ways of, the, of, of king, the kingdom, ways of the world, right? It's just it's up to me to get it done. Anybody else like that? Right? It's really just up to me, just me and Kim. I'll see you. <laughs> right? It's just up to me to make it happen, and Lord, come on, help. Sprinkle some of your blessing on it. That, that's the ways of the world. That's the ways of man, and we think it's Jesus but Jesus actually gave his life up. He only did what he saw the Father doing. He didn't just do something and ask the Father to bless it. Like, we, we've got we've to, like, raise our thinking. Prophetic acts is where he's going. That, like, we're doing things that don't make sense, right? This is the, he strike the ground with an arrow, and however many times he does is how many times he got blessed. And he goes, dang it, if only I had stricken, struck it more. I didn't realize that's where we were going. Like this is the, I've heard testimonies of people going up and sprinkling oil into a, dry, uh, a dried up um, uh, spring in a, in a village, sprinkling oil and waving a flag and sticking a sword in the ground or doing something crazy. And then the spring ushers forth water for the whole village. Like that's real. That's functioning on a different realm. <laughs> that's not the way of the world. But this is the ways that we have been called to. So I, I have to, this message is for me. I have to get my head up. I have to think, how do I think differently? Like I've been in some situations where, with, uh, uh, in business-wise, with relationships where I'm like, ah, oh, there's a key to breakthrough here. And, it's, and, it, and it can't be with the way I think it should happen. Because I think there should be some vindication. And I'm like, I can feel it. I'm like, oh, no, I got to go higher. I got to go higher. There's, there's, and if I could go up here, it's going to bring breakthrough in the realm, in, in the natural realm. It's going to bring breakthrough if I go higher. Your breakthrough is not just your breakthrough. It's for the breakthrough for the people around you. Forgiveness is another way of the kingdom. See, we want vindication or judgment. We want recompense. And the Lord says, no, your job is to forgive. Your job is to forgive. Forgiveness looks like, Corinthians 5 tells us, forgiveness looks like count not their trespasses against them. That's going to take some supernatural help there. Because the way of the world doesn't function like that. But if we function like that, and the way of the world encounters that, whew, you're going to send a ripple effects into the natural realm of what is possible. Because you're functioning in a way the world doesn't function. This is, this is what Jesus did. Steve spoke that message on forgiveness a few weeks back. Blake spoke a message on honor. Honor is another way of the kingdom. That I value people because of who they are in the likeness and image of God, not based on their performance, 
I don't value them based on their accomplishments. I don't value them based on their achievements. I value people based on their image and likeness of God, the fact that they have been created in the image of the creator. They have value. I value them based on the worth that Jesus said, they're worth it to die for. Can I place value on the people in your, can you place value on the people in your workplace as if they were a son and daughter of God? Well, they're not, Dan. I know, but he died for them. So they have the same worth you do. Before you had Christ, you were in the same boat. Like, he's calling us higher. He's calling us higher. He's calling me higher. Can I think Can I let him convict me about my ways so that I can think, act, and behave in a way that's worthy of the sacrifice he gave? That I can adjust to adopt my, my thinking, to think like he thinks, to act like he acts. This is what he's calling us to. He's calling us up. There's lots of them. In the coming weeks, we'll be just sharing more and more about these just, just different like core element, fundamental ways of the kingdom. And, and my charge to us is, can we grow? Can we let the Lord mine our heart? And, and here's the challenge. Here's going to be the challenge for us. We, we often want the Lord to come and sweep everything away that's not of you. And the Lord's calling us to actually, will you lay, lay it down? This is a different. There's a different season happening right here. It, it's not just going to happen to you. It, it has to happen through you. Like, Lord, just take this away. No, he's saying, no, put it down. And that's going to that's gonna be hard. It's going to take some discipline. And, and it's not a one and done. Like, and I'm not talking about sin. I'm talking about just even just, oh, I used to think someone deserved that because they did this or that. And he's like, no, they don't. That was the enemy's doing, not them. Will you love them? Oh, yeah, Lord, just help me love them more. No, he's saying, I want you to love them more. Will you make a choice? This is the call, and this is why it's a little nervous. I'm like, ooh, he's calling us up. We, there's actually choices we need to make that are going to cause this to take place. And it's not a one and done, like, I loved him, great, now I'll move on. No, that'll be your choice for the rest of your life. Like a couple of weeks ago, I'm at Home Depot, and, you know, I lived a life, just my past, I lived a life of, of, of disintegrity, disintegrous lifestyle, right? I've got a story that, that uh, I, you know, I trashed my character, I trashed trust. None of those things mattered to me, trust, integrity. And, and I've spent <laughs> a lifetime rebuilding something and fighting for something that is in the ways of the kingdom and the ways of God that my kids would experience and learn something different. And it, wasn't, it isn't a one and done. So I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Home Depot and I'm getting some lumber and, and I get into my truck, and I think, I think really quickly I had this thought go through my head. Man, that was about $100 cheaper than it should have been. So i like, okay, I'll dig around. I open up the receipt. Sure enough, there's three boards. Three boards are 100 bucks, by the way. 
I'm like, sure enough, there's three boards not on the receipt. And now I'm upset. I'm upset because integrity costs you. <laughs> it costs you, man, I'm telling you. I'm like, now I got to go in. And now I'm upset at the, 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 the clerk because he missed it. And now I've got to do this extra errand because he missed charging me for my thing. So I got to go in and make it right. And so I go in and make it right. And I often, I, this, this happens often through the course of, you know, life where I find myself in these places and I'm like, oh, this costs? This costs. It happened again like a week later. I got charged for half the price on the pizzas I was supposed to get charged. I'm like, oh, look, it's, it's not right. I think you charged me for the wrong size pizza. And he goes, Oh, he didn't know what to do. He goes, ask his manager. He comes back. Hey, they said it was going to be fine. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so, paid off. <laughs> Integrity paid off there. But like, this is a lifestyle. This is a lifestyle. When the Lord calls us up and convicts us on something, there's discipline that needs to happen. Choices that we need to make daily after that that sets the bar of this is now my new norm. And I'm going to make choices. And I promise you, you're going to find things and circumstances that happen that are going to test and try that. Not because the devil's attacking you. Because that's how you used to live your life. And that was your normal. And now you're creating a new normal, which is in of itself is going to have some resistance to what your normal was. We think, oh, the devil's he's testing me, trying to get me to... You know, take money. Like, no, that was your normal. <laughs> you attracted that. That was normal. Now, now start doing something different to attract something different. So this, this isn't a one and done. This is the Lord's calling us up when he says, I want you to value people because I value them and I think they're worth my son dying for. Will we adjust? And, and, and I don't mean like, yep, they're valuable too. No. Will we adjust? Oh, their value, they, 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 uh, their character is horrible. <laughs> Yet Jesus died for them. They're, he, they're still worth it to him. Will they be worth it to you? Will you move in love? And this is the, if we don't function in the ways of the kingdom, what we build will be of man. Like, it, 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 it has to be in, 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 in built out of the ways of heaven. Jesus took three years and affected the globe for millennia because he operated from a different realm. He empowered from a different realm. He fathered and led from a different realm. He moved and brought solutions, not because he had a good idea, but simply because he heard and saw what the Father was doing and responded in the moment. The Lord's calling us up. He's calling us higher. And the future of what we build at Bethel Atlanta is going to reflect and show whether we did this work. I think I need to say that again. The season of building upwards is upon you. If we don't learn how to build the principles of how, the ways of the kingdom, then what we build will only look like us, not look like heaven. The future of what Bethel Atlanta builds in the season of building upward is dependent on us doing this hard work. Will I grow in the ways? Will I forgive when I don't want to forgive? Will I count not their trespasses against them when it doesn't feel right? 
Will I be generous when it's inconvenient and it costs me? Because everything we're talking about, growing in the likeness of Jesus and in the ways of the kingdom, is going to cost us. It'll cost us our time, our effort. It'll cost us our money. It'll cost us our pride. It'll cost us in what we think is justice. It'll cost us, it's going to cost our relationships. When we start functioning at a different caliber in the ways of the kingdom, the people we used to be with won't want to be with us anymore. Not all of them, but some, you know what I'm saying. Like, this is Jesus, this is the types of stuff that we can't preach, right? He said, he said, anyone who hates his father or mother can follow me. I'm sorry, what? We're not saying to hate your father and mother. We're just saying, like, that he's calling us to such a degree higher that what you think is your valued relationships might actually change because you're being called and higher and functioning differently. And that's not a bad thing. See, that one's hard to get, isn't it? It's hard to swallow that one. But if we don't grow in the ways of the kingdom, it's also going to cost relationships and covenant relationships that we were doing life with. Because if we can't get through forgiveness and honor and love in the manner of the way the king does, if we can't function there, then it's all dependent on man. The way you build trust, the way you, uh, uh, the, you, know, the way you uh, uh, behave toward me, the way you perform, it's going to be, this is very, you know, I don't like you anymore, so I don't hang out with you. That's not the way Jesus functioned. I mean, the guy that he knew was going to kill him or, like, turn him over and, and uh, uh, betray him, he still loved him, <laughs> even while it was happening. When he came in and he gives him his kiss and he says, do what you have to do. He's calling us higher. There is a season of alignment right now in our lives that he's calling us up. Will we learn how to build so that what we build will actually produce the, the fruit, yield the fruit that the king is desired to, do, to see happen? Because every single one of you, we've heard it said like this, right? That God had a dream and he wrapped you around it. You guys heard this? He had a dream. He put it in the heart of man. He wrapped your skin and you around it. And he wants to see that dream come forth. You all have a purpose. You have a destiny. There's a calling and an assignment on every single one of your lives that he wants to see happen and come to pass. In fact, uh, uh, Paul says, I leave everything behind and then press on for the upward call that I may lay hold of that for which he has laid hold of me. Like, like this, there's, 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 there's things inside of you the Lord wants to yield and pull out so that the world itself would be, see a facet of the glory of God that no one ever can do except for you. The only way this can happen is if we do this. We must grow in the likeness and the ways of Jesus in order to reflect the likeness and image of Jesus. We must grow in, in the ways of the kingdom so that when we see that dream come out and come to pass and I'm putting my hands to it, it's sustainable and, it's, and it has longevity and it has impact. Jesus' life is an example. David's life is an example. David uh, uh, wanted to build it. He built the tabernacle of David, right? He, he, he broke the law. It, it would have been sin to do he did. He, he went in and said, let's tear down the curtains 
and make the ark right here for everyone to see. That was contrary to what the God said, hey, I'm giving you specific instructions on how to build this tabernacle. David breaks the law, and the, law, and the Lord says, in the end days, I will rebuild tabernacle of Moses, the tabernacle of David, because it's actually the heart of the Father. What he built was sustaining because it was not of the world in which he lived in. It didn't play by the rules of the world in which he lived in. Solomon, what he built, had an impact in such a way that, that the, the, you know, the, the, the uh, uh, queen of Sheba comes to see this thing he built. What, she came to see the stairs and the forks and utensils and how the waiters were dressed. Like, that's what was astounding to her. Why? Because what she saw was not of this world. And how did he do it? He did it because he did it from a different place. He did it because it was in the ways of the kingdom, not in the ways of the natural realm. And we're still talking about it today. <laughs> like, the, the, when we function according to the ways of the kingdom, the sustainability, the, the impact, the, uh, uh, the, the full fruition of the dream that he's wrapped inside of you comes to pass. And it says in Ephesians, and we do this on another message, but like the, the all that he, he, he's... He's called you out to, to actually reflect a facet of his glory, not to even your friends, but actually to the principalities in heavens. That they would know he is the God of all gods, the Lord of all lords. I think we're in a moment, you guys. I think you're in, we're in a moment. Can you stand? Thanks for hanging long with me. Sorry. I, I think we're in a moment. We're, we're in, 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 and it's not a, sometimes we can hear this and think, oh, I got to be better. Or I got to, you know, I got to finally do something different. No, there's actually grace. There's grace. There is, there is the, this is the substance that comes from heaven that causes you to be and do something you couldn't have had the sentence before. There's grace to step into a lifestyle and relationship with the Lord where, where, where when he holds a plumb line up, we're open and saying, oh, adjust that, change that. Yes, I'm going to make choices differently now because of this. There's grace to do it. If there's no grace, it becomes works. But I feel like we're in a moment where there's grace for the alignment of heaven, for the alignment uh, uh, season that we can align ourselves with the ways of the kingdom and grow in it at a, at a rapid pace, I, I'm actually hearing this right now, that will gr we'll, we'll grow in the ways of the kingdom in a, in a rapid pace. In your school ministry, we're like, it's going to take three to five years for you to like actually in, 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 need in the culture in you. But there's, there's grace that this can happen quickly when we just hear the voice of the Lord and we're quick to obey. That it's going to bring, there's grace to actually cause what, the way I used to think to shift to the, now this is the way I do think. And this is now the way I behave as a result. There's grace for this in this moment. It feels significant of what we're in as a season, in the season of alignment. Put your hands out. We'll just pray. Lord, we just thank you. Lord, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your, your so willingness and desire to see us walk in the ways of your son. To walk in the ways and in potential that you died for us to have. That you so desire to see the fruition of the world itself being restored. Lord, I thank you 
that you've chosen us to be a part of that dream and that plan. Lord, I thank you for your grace to even bring conviction and and for us to adjust our lives accordingly and make the hard choices to carry it out. Lord, we just receive your grace for this. Lord, I just release eyes to see and ears to hear even in the room what you're speaking to them in the moment you're speaking it. Yeah, I just want to say everyone's on a different path and you're going to have different things that the Lord's speaking to you, the Lord's highlighting to you. It won't be the same as your spouse or your kids or your neighbor or your friends. And when we experience that conviction, it's important you don't put that now on the people around you. That you you live your life in your relationship with the Lord and let him lead you in the way he's leading you and let him lead the others the way he's leading them. So, Lord, we just receive that grace, release eyes and ears to hear that invitation, what it is you're saying and speaking to us and showing us. I thank you for your faithfulness and your goodness and your kindness toward us, even in repentance, that your kindness just leads us to, yes, Lord, anything, my life for yours, let it be. Lord, we just bless you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To stay connected with Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com.